It finally happened. After our one year of campaigning, letter writing, and casual occasional protest, they finally listened. The Grammys have been canceled! (laughs) And so a new and definitely more prestigious award show emerges. I'm Brandon. I'm Melissa. I'm Jeannie. I'm Colton. And we're your hosts of the music award show you finally deserve, so you better rethink your life choices! (laughs) It's the first annual to the groove of the podcast where we find a groove and we get into it. We are back for our third collection of albums and artists we're talking about. Uh, today we're talking about the Grammys or uh, uh, really the anti-Grammys, which is everybody who wasn't nominated for a Grammy Award this year. And it doesn't matter anyway because they canceled it indefinitely because nobody can follow any rules or social <laughs> guidelines at all. When will it happen? Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. Do we have thoughts? And will it ever happen About again? it being canceled? Will we bring it back? Uh, will we bring it back? Are we asking for it back? Do I we? hope That's not. That's the other question. Mm, I, I'm certainly not. It's been useless. I, want, I, think we, I think we said just replace the night with like a variety show instead because that's yeah. what people want. That, that is what right. people want. Yeah. That, we, that, we only want to watch the performances. Right. We don't, give, we don't care about the performances. Wouldn't right. that be the cute? The Recording Academy has like a little fundraiser showcase annually and they're just like, hey, we need some money so let's just perform. Here are some artists that came out this year. Yeah. Well, and I think it's it's... I mean, the whole point of the Grammys is that it's the industry recognizing people achieving things, right? Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Speaking (laughs) of who gives a shit, um, do you happen to have an opinion on a particular nomination that happened this year? (laughs) Yes, I do. Because it pertains to uh, also the person I picked for my album. Okay. Um, Mother fucking... ACDC got nominated for a rock (laughs) album of the year and they haven't done a goddamn thing different in 40 fucking years and I don't know why they got nominated. (sighs) I'm, I, I was there with you though. I saw that and I just closed out of the page. I was like, I'll come I back. I mean, to this. seriously. <laughs> this like, is what a, a fucking endeavor, so. what a fucking circle jerk! Like, yeah. Jesus Christ! What is it? What is that about? I, uh, yeah, I have questions. It's I because questions. it's the industry the album, recognizing people achieving things. Like, oh, great, you're still alive. Good for you, ACDC. You did it. <laughs> no, I know that face. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like I would, I would fully recognize an older artist who, like, legitimately did something different with their career, like ABBA. Like ABBA. That was not a genuine um, example. <laughs> okay. No, but like you know, so like sorry. I would take for example, uh, Bob Dylan got nominated for a Grammy back in the late '90s for okay. a record, and it was truly something like different than what he normally does. Still Bob Dylan, but like got a nomination for it, right? 
this I didn't is, know that ACDC put out an album. Right. You didn't, didn't know. Either. And guess what? I listened to it because I was like, okay, all right. Step back, Colton. Listen to it. Oh, give it a chance. It. I oh, didn't. I was an ass. It's the I didn't. Same I was like, no thing. Fucking thing. It's the I same it fucking be. thing as Back to Black and every other goddamn record they made. God, I just, mm, I have such a hatred for ACDC, and I'm sorry for people that enjoy ACDC, but they haven't done a single different goddamn thing since their first record. They've done the same thing. <laughs> This, their entire career, and they are lauded as just like one of the greatest rock bands of all time. God, what a fucking ugh! It's gross. I hate it. Two I thumbs it. down for Colton. <laughs> I also have uh, um, opinions, I guess, but not really. I'm just like it's. I think it's weird how they determine the best new artists because, first of all, one of the nominations. Is glass animals? Yeah, I'm like and they've been around for a decade. Right, what? Where you, right. You know? new, new to, new to what? what? New are we, to what? the Grammys, probably. They probably haven't been nominated. New to what? The radio? New to what? And that's the thing. They they are neither new to mainstream nor the radio no. because they have been they've been around. They're a good size. And this is act. this is kind of my point with like the industry thing. Like the people who make these choices, like. Like, these aren't people who I feel are really, like, the industry nowadays. Because, like, if we're still counting the industry as, like, major label records and all that kind of stuff, like, 80% of artists are not on major label records, right. including names that you've heard before, you know? Like, Amanda Palmer's a great example. Oh, yeah. A huge artist that hasn't been on a record label for ages. Not well, ages, but years, Right. It's just like it's really ages at this point. It's just the thing with the Grammys is it, it's just like the industry recognizing people in the industry. And like I like the idea of that, but like it it's not a real representation of people who are actually like doing shit. It's just yeah. record sales it's and a very like a small slice of like the very yes, top of like most yes, pop. Records, right. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And that's the stuff that gets played on the radio, which I have a really, okay, I start, I read this thread on Twitter, actually, and I feel like this is a good time to have this discussion. I'm going to sneak in a really quick little blurb about it, maybe. Not to hijack the show, but uh, I was reading about, um, like, sometime in the 90s, there's, like, a radio station in Texas, and they kind of, somehow they were able to, like, manipulate or take over the airwaves. And, like, essentially, uh, radios yeah. exist as this, like, m very... It's a conglomerate, essentially, of, like, one central company. Yep. And, like, when it comes to, like, alternative rock, it is, like, it was, like, one dude in the 90s who, like, essentially handpicked the sound that he really liked. So all yep. of the stuff that we got out of the 90s was what he was interested in. But it was weeding out all of these crazy, like, weird, like, indie acts or, like, post-punk acts yep. or all kinds of stuff. Like, he didn't like that kind of music. So even though it was, like, wildly popular in ways, it didn't get any radio play. And so... I guess what I'm saying is, is if we're looking at the Grammys, very frequently it seems to be tied to radio plays. But that's a really weird way to gauge things when you're looking at, I mean, the, how much of the Grammys, like, oh God, it's a, like what a huge portion of music, like pop and like rock and like the stuff that you hear easily on the radio is controlled by like a very small conglomerate of Right, people. and it's, I, awards for arts are always kind of a, silly thing because it's subjective you know yeah. and like we I that's why I feel like the Grammys we're not celebrating art we're celebrating business there's mm -hmm. yeah there's money in yes. these particular endeavors yeah because how it's flowing any literally any recording act can be nominated for anything right it, it, recording anything well, and, and I think you have to have like 
three people that vouch for you or something like that, you know, that sign off and say, yes, this person is real. Well, um, it's not like this big massive vote that the people choose right. who wins. It's people in the industry, a, a small chunk of the industry that picks what people recognize. Like, And that's the thing. Like, if you're, if you're not – unless you're a person who is in the industry, uh, if you're just like a normal person who like gets their music from – Spotify playlists or or whatever, those are the artists you're going to listen to and think that they are the best of the best because they won a Grammy. And that's just simply not true. Yeah. Like some of them are, yes. I will fully acknowledge that there are a lot of people who win Grammys that fully deserve Grammys. But like just because someone is on the Grammys doesn't necessarily mean they wrote like the best album of that year. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just means you sold a lot of records and like enough people have heard it that you could claim that you wrote the best album that year. Yeah. You know? I've always been kind of iffy Being with the anti Grammy. Absolutely. I mean, like like I said, I know people have one who deserve it, but at the same time, it's also it's just a big fucking it's a circle jerk. Yeah. To me, anyway. That you know, not to king shame. <laughs> Some people are into it, and that's I think that's great, and I think you should keep doing it. Um, but, you know, don't televise it. And don't make it six hours for Pete's oh, Peppers. For fuck's sake. Peppers. <laughs> okay, um, you know, I was going to, like, do, like, this small a talk, like, uh, what happened since <laughs> the last time we recorded? You went to me first for this. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was going to talk about everybody who died, uh, how the government doesn't uh, want just anybody to vote, and uh, the two new variants. The Tony Awards happened. Um, just a little... Uh, just a small blurb. Just a little catch up on uh, what has happened since we have last recorded, like last, last. Three like way weeks back ago. In, not, no, not that time, but the, the well, time before. way before so that. Like before six before. months, seven months ago. It's been about yeah. that long. Yeah, between the last release and this release. How about that? dump all, right, all that right, on right. us. I'm so sorry. It was supposed to be casual, and then know. it wasn't. I even wrote, that's enough. Um, <laughs> okay, so why don't we... I need to lay down. <laughs> I gotta reprocess some stuff right now. Uh, why don't we get into it? Why don't we shift from uh, the bad stuff and go to the good stuff? Yes, <laughs> let's. Um, Colton, who'd you listen to? This oh, last year? I am. I'm so excited to talk about this album um, and this band in particular. So, I also have noticed that um, last year's anti Grammys, I also picked. A female UK artist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now okay. this is technically a band. Wolf Alice is technically a band, so it's not just, but it's a woman-fronted band, right? Are they from the UK? They are from the UK. <laughs> yes, but to make sure they hit both criteria. Yes, they did. Okay. <laughs> they did. Um, first off, um, I the first uh, Wolf Alice album I heard was 2017's uh, Vision of a Life. Um, and I'm not like huge on every song on that record, it, but I was still like pleasantly surprised at like how good of just like a alternative rock album it was. You know, it didn't fit into one genre. It had actually like kind of a really interesting variety of sounds. There's like a little bit of pop in there. There's like straight up like punk stuff. There's a little bit of like heavier stuff. Um, but yeah, I was just like impressed, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty solid. This is one of the more solid rock albums I've." How heard. did you stumble across it? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm always on the lookout for like new stuff. Did but... Alternative Press deliver them to your door? 
No, this was not Alternative Press. This is just me doing. And honestly, I have not really discovered a lot of new artists through Alternative Press because, man, they pick some weird shit nowadays. <laughs> Maybe I'm just getting old, but we did spend a night uh, going through like, oh, what was it? Like the top 200 acts. Yeah, to look out there, for there are shit. some. Um, I can't remember her name. That that one girl that had like the really like rich alto voice. Uh, yeah, I can't think of her name. God, I, again, I think you uh, compared her to Amanda Palmer. Yes, um, but anyway, I I, I I know what it is actually. A common turn uh, is the album. A common turn, but I can't remember the artist. By Anna B. Savage. Great. I don't know Easy. how we forget wow. a name like that. <laughs> yeah. So um, she was great. That's one of the few that I've discovered from Alternative Press recently. But you know. That's a side point. Yeah. How did anyway, we discover uh, Wolf, Wolf Alice? Wolf Alice, I was, I really, the last few years or so, have been trying to find um, specifically records from like 2010 onward to listen to because I was really stuck in older stuff for a while. I get it. Um, so they were <laughs> one that popped up as like a really good alternative rock album. Um, and I listened to it and I was like, all right, this is pretty solid. It wasn't like my favorite thing I've ever heard, but it's pretty good. Um, so for this, I um, saw that they released a new record and I listened to it and wow, it's really, really good. Um, biggest thing for me is that they still have a really decent variety of sounds happening. There's like, it goes from like, like cool pop sounding uh, stuff. Decent is kind of an understatement. <laughs> I, I took a listen uh, today, just a once through and boy, howdy. They, they go all over, over the, place. the place. It is, yeah. It's fun. It's a fun ride, but it truly is all over the place. I think that this album, though, they have done a better job of bringing all those different sounds under one roof than they've done previously. Um, and I think that especially in – this is a personal thought of mine. Um, today's rock bands, a lot of the time you have one sound that you make a whole album out of it. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's, it's just the way that it is. You're, you're, you're trying to create a vibe or like a mood or something like that. Right. Um, this, I feel like they are able to address a somewhat like through story for the whole album and also still go out on all these different explorations, the different sounds, you know? What? Oh, what? Oh, Oh, oh. <laughs> it sounded like you maybe opened your mouth to say something. Trying you're just to trying to survive. The microphone. Um. <laughs> so I'm just, just like. Ah. <laughs> well, no. Um, um. Well, I want to ask you uh, uh, what I don't think I caught the story of it. What is the story of the album? Well, there's not like an established like you know story story to it. It's just kind of like bits and pieces that you can put together throughout the way. The way that I kind of interpret it is is a. Um, different little like snapshots of her um, gaining self-acceptance through this. Especially if you look at um, Beach 1, the first Beach, the opening track, and Beach 2, the closing track. Um, the first track, she's talking about how she's in this place and basically she doesn't want to be there, right? Like she wants to just disappear and float away, right? But at the end of it, she's talking about how she's at the beach with her, her girls and basically there's just this much greater sense of like peace and calm in that track than the very first one, you know? Um, I haven't listened to it enough times to really give you a deeper That's all right. That's dive all right. on it, but I, that for, well, 
Honestly, I did not understand why you picked this album until I got to the track Smile. Not to say I hated it up until that point, but I was just like, oh yeah, this is kind of, this is easy. This like, it's emotional, right. it's a bit visceral. And then, um, yeah, but, but they do a really good job of like, um, oh, what am I trying to say? Uh, they're like building tension without like letting it go too early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I feel like if you listen to uh, alternative bands that have the, a similar sound, they're really quick to like just... Uh, I'm gonna really bash somebody who doesn't deserve to be bashed. Um, like, uh, who are trying to mimic uh, what is it? Explosions in the sky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or M83. I feel like there's a lot of moments where, like in uh, Hurry Up, We're Dreaming, um, there's explosive moments that I feel like that could happen in this album too. Yeah. But they don't do it. it. It like leads you, but then it backs off a little bit. Like it's. I want to yeah. say too that I feel that. One thing Wolf Alice does ex- extremely well that you, I don't think you hear as much in rock music nowadays is harmonies. Um, she she does Ali Rousso does all of it herself, um, but there's some really complex harmonies on this on this album, and also just her as a front woman, fantastic. She goes from like just this sweet pop princess sounding voice to like nasty screaming yeah. yes. <laughs> and then she does all of my favorites she is doing that she does um uh that like kind of talk singing thing in a couple of songs which she does that on visions of a life but it's like i don't really like that song that she does it on as much it's very like i don't know was it play the greatest hits <laughs> no it's okay. uh uh um save the Kisses for the end, or something like that, or some shit on the. the this is the previous album, not oh, this oh, one. Oh, oh, so sorry. Yeah, um, it's like delete the the kisses at the end, or some shit like that. She does that talk singing thing, and it's just it doesn't <laughs> work <gay>. as well. <laughs> Jk, lol. But I also appreciate for her too that um, she does write about love, but she often writes about love in the perspective of like that it's not good for her, that she doesn't want it. Because it's like every time she falls in love, she like sacrifices pieces of, pieces of herself, and she doesn't doesn't want to do that. Heard. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know. I I really love this album. Obviously, Smile is just a fucking Top notch. <laughs> it's a killer track. Yeah. Um, and I don't know um, the track name super well off the top of my head, but uh, I honestly there are some that I don't I don't like as much as the other ones, but I really liked every track on this album. I'm going to go ahead and throw out some suggestions because a few popped out at me and they're all like a beat and um, (laughs) most of them are. The the last one isn't. Um, Smile, How Can I Make It Okay, Play the Greatest Hits, The Last Man on Earth. My bad. Um, I fucking love Play the Greatest Hits. (laughs) Oh man, that is a rager. (laughs) It's a good tune. It's a good tune. But... Yeah, so that's um. Did you even say the name of the album? Oh, it's Blue Weekend. But yeah, <laughs> I thought I did. Maybe I didn't. Colton Cox winner for album of the year. The anti Grammy goes to Wolf Alice for Blue, Blue Weekend. Weekend. Yes, not ACDC. <laughs> not ACDC. <Great>. Ever. <laughs> Terrific. Um. All right. It's a. Is it? Do you want to say more? Is that it? Do you have any? Um. um uh, I will say two for honorable them. mentions. Um, That's what I'm to say. Sorry, you so know sorry. I do. I I I suppose I could we throw out one mentions. honorable mention. 
um, Crumb released an album mm. in 2021. I I don't think that they've fully like reached their peak yet as a band. Um, they've got some really great songs. They also have some that are kind of like meander a little bit, you know. Um, but they released an album last year. It was really good, and I wanted to nominate them for the 2021, but it what didn't fit the the time frame. Mm. So, the crumb. I see. Okay. Um, and I don't remember what the name of their album was, but they just released it last year. So. You can find it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I suppose we move right along. Jeannie, are you up? It's me. It's Jeannie. It's me. I'm next. Okay. So <clears throat> choosing an album is difficult. Clearly, <laughs> I struggled last year. I just want to preface that, you know, like it's really hard. I read over the Grammy list. It's there's a lot of compiling. There's a lot of research I do, usually last minute, too, because I'm not always good. I did listen to a lot of stuff that came out this year. I listened to a lot of stuff that did go on to be nominated. So congrats to many of those things. Those good were exciting. That was fun. Um, yeah, I listened. I did listen to a lot of pop this year. Um, and I think I wanted to, like, yeah, I picked what I would say is probably very much a pop album, I guess, is what I was, Yeah. Um, what did you pick as a reminder? Uh, so Audrey Nunez, A Liquid Breakfast, which came out May 21st of last year, hilariously also got re-released just like two days ago with like a part two version that just popped out. So how fun and exciting is uh, that? It's like is got, this Liquid Breakfast Deluxe? Yes. It's the got Deluxe like, Breakfast. Yeah, it's got like a, a couple of other songs on it, which is, I thought that was fantastic because I stumbled on this while I was just trying to find like new stuff from like the year to like go back and visit on. Like I was like, oh, I need to go and reflect on stuff. Um, and it was a very fun pop album. It also has um, Jack Harlow on it, which mm. before like I would say his big, I mean, I feel like it was with, definitely um Lil Nas X that I feel like everyone's like oh now we know who Jack Harlow right, is yeah. right. um but I think this came out roughly the same time or a little bit before around about so that was kind of a weird little thing to notice I was like oh shoot this is like the, he's the it boy right now everybody talks about that man um let's see here yeah um so why did you pick this album? well here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> You know how last year I did the same thing to you that I'm about to do, which is to say that it's not actually the album that I picked. I changed my <laughs> mind last minute, and I'm very sorry. Um, Rude. I had something else <laughs> no, that came up, and I was like, oh, God, no. This is, I, think, I think this is one that deserves to be talked about. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sticking with the spirit of well, the anti-Grammys. <laughs> uh, I sort of had a similar situation, admittedly. Um, I was going to pick uh, Juju's latest release in 2021. It's very accessible, very, um, a lot of good collabs in there. It's very, it's easy listening, which is rare for them. Um, but I also had a change of heart last minute. Um, yeah, it, in the spirit of the anti-Grammys, I feel like this, this album is like way more deserving than did you make a noise? I don't know if I did, but I'm so, sorry if I did. So, okay. So, I'm sorry. Well, let me ask. Are we now rescinding the choices that we made and <laughs> giving a new one? Or are we saying this is another album that I thought about picking? Well, 
Is it an honorable mention or are you replacing it with? I think I'm replacing it. I think, yeah. Okay, I think so Audrey Nuna is now an honorable a, a mention. And Juju is an honorable mention. Yes. But we hadn't even said what yours was going to be yet. So now you have to tell us what you picked. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you, what did you flip? I mean, change your choice to. <laughs> well, well, hold on a minute because I think. I can tell, I can feel it radiating off of you right now. You're like, Jeannie, I don't trust you. Last year you, you tacked Thundercat on That's there. That's true. You didn't tell the group about it. And That's he true. won a Grammy. <laughs> Gene, you know, I your think lack of research is showing. I'm going to replace Audrey Nuno. I'm going to say Olivia Rodrigo is my choice. Oh my god, that's exactly that's what I I'm had sorry, too. I didn't listen to Driver's License. No. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> yeah, I think. Okay, I've, I've seen it. Is it what it's called. Yeah, I, I, I skipped that one. Didn't that get nominated anyways? Yeah, yeah. I think I either that or yeah. Good for You. Yeah, got I don't know about it. I, I can't judge. I didn't I listen to it. Far too well aware of Olivia Rodrigo because I have to teach that. Oh. oh God. That's a school thing for you then. Mm. Melissa, okay. did you have a change of heart? Twat? No. You didn't? No. No. You didn't have a change She's of heart? She's sticking to her guns. Yeah. You're sticking to your guns? Yeah. Good for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jeannie. What, so what did you actually pick? Jeannie and I, we picked the same album. We did. All right. Oh, um, I did right. have a change of heart. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Tell us about who. Well, well, then, what was the change? What did we even plan this for? <laughs> Tell us. What? Did, who did you pick originally? I originally picked Hotel TV by Lawrence. Right, right, right. The, so now, um, do you also enjoy it? Just, cover. just for honorable mention, because I need to get this on somewhere for everyone to know that if you're going to listen to anything off of that album, you need to listen to the InSync cover <laughs> of "It's Gonna Be Me." With brass tracks, which I just found out recently, is two people. That's one dude on horns. He does all the parts. Okay. And I'm impressed. That's so amazing. Everybody jump on that one real fast. Oh um, but yeah, God. I did change my mind because uh, there was just a better album that came out last year. That was just, uh. Well, okay. It's the same one y'all picked. I, okay. On the count of three, why don't we reveal the, the artists in the album? Okay. All right, one, two, three. Colton Cox, Cox internal combustion. Yes. Wow. Uh, wow. Let's talk about it, Colton. <laughs> you released an album last year. Yes, I did. It happened. Yes, I did. Yeah. It was a couple years worth of effort. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We were all I here think... for the whole deal. For the That's journey. True. That's true. You were. Yes. Uh, um, okay. So we're go- we're going to go around the circle and um, <laughs> give a little bit of why we thought internal combustion <laughs> deserved a uh, anti-Grammy. You guys, wow. you need to enjoy on this man's face right now. <laughs> he is so surprised and happy. I'm sure I'm beat red right now. Where you are. It's so cute. <laughs> um... Jeannie, you've got the you've got the top of the album, actually. I do. Yeah. I did. We we were talking about favorite songs, and I picked your opening track, "Beautiful Lie," <laughs> um, and the reason why is because I mean I do like it as an opening track, but it also is like a really good like I've listened through like I think everything you have on Spotify, like I've gone through a lot of it. 
I think all of it. I'm pretty certain I've listened to everything. <laughs> it's only it's only like nine tracks. Okay, I, think, so. I was gonna say it's not a you don't have a whole lot on there, but no. I listen to like everything that's on Spotify. Um, like old stuff from yours too. Like, um, I thought it was a good track because you have this like really distinct. You have this great like writing voice, and I don't want to say that you're cynical, but like occasionally. <laughs> Yes, maybe, or at least not so much cynical, but you have That's this funny. Like, definitely realism. You, yeah. yeah, you want to you want to actually observe things as they are and not be fooled by things. And I like that about you. You question things too, but that particular song also you have this like really nice like kind of hopeful spin to it and i was like wow like it's a really nice opener (laughs) for the album like as it moves in it moves into the rest of the album so well too but like it's really good you set it up for like what the rest of the album like you're gonna tell some stuff in the rest of the album for us like we're gonna follow like a nice little journey and like it's a great like kickoff track. Like, Thank you. And it's got a nice little jam session in the middle of it. Of where, course, like, those boys. It's it's so it's good really- too. Like all of it. And I like. Can I ask questions? Because <laughs> here's, here's what I want to know: is like, what is this? What is that like for you? Like to go in and record with other artists. Like, who are these people? Please inform me on all well, of these things. So I think I've met some of them. I've been, you've probably met all of them at yeah. this point. I've been very spoiled um, with the people that I recorded with on that. So two of the tracks I recorded with like just other musicians in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Travis played drums on Rubber Band Girl. Caleb Drummond played bass. Um and then I'll come back to the other one because he played all the other stuff. But um, and then Stuck had um, I don't think I had anybody special guest on that one. But um, the most the people that played on it the most were Aaron Plummer, who plays um, guitar and or bass on a few tracks, um, and then Jeff played bass on most of the album, and then Jake Edwards played drums. Um, friend of the pod, Jeff. Friend, friend of, of the, the pod, pod Jeff. Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Um, I have played in every band, um, except for like very early bands, like the ones I did with Sean, um, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) uh, uh, stunt actor extraordinaire, Sean Gessel. Yes. Who's in a movie. Shout out. Yes. He's in a movie called, uh, Death Alley, which is on uh, Amazon prime and is also being sold in Walmart on DVD. So check it out. Truly. It's really good. Highly, highly recommend. Um, he gets shot off of a horse, and he also falls off of a horse. Fantastic. So, and I think he also helped with some of the like choreography for stunts too. So, but side point. <laughs> um, but anyway, all those guys that played with me, I have just played with for a long time, and they're good friends of mine, and they've they've played a lot of these songs for years. So, like, they just knew it, and they knew what I want things to sound like. So, just. They're comfortable working with you. It's already. good chemistry. They know yes. How to vibe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the topic of. Uh, a good intro and like starting a journey and yada yada. You mentioned several times, I can't remember which album it is, but um, there is an album that starts with just like a bang, right? And it's supposed to be kicking down the door oh, into. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what Bruce Springsteen said about uh, um, 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 like a Rolling Stone. Okay, 
Yes. Ah, okay, um, yeah. Uh, that the, the snare is like kicking open the door to his okay, mind. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is a similar situation. Um, and maybe you did it on purpose, maybe you didn't. Uh, but the the sound at the it beginning. It just come crashing in. Yeah, like it just sounds like you're opening a door and like you're being blinded by a light. Uh, mm-hmm. And then like, you know, once you refocus, the <laughs> doom, doom, boom, 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 boom <laughs> comes in, right? Um, I actually had a totally different thing in mind for that intro originally. Yeah. What, what? Um, it would have been something more akin to like the opening of Kids by MGMT. Okay. Where there's like some, I was, I wanted it to kind of sound like being on a beach. Okay. And then it faded into the dun, 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 dun. Like that part was always there. Yeah. Right? But I think the whole delay sped up tape sound thing, I think that, I think it does a better job. So. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And I, 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 there's something about like, uh, watching people work machinery <laughs> yeah, on, on your tour. I, th- I feel like that was a plus too. Watch you just, it definitely, you work I definitely like every time that I like put together, like what I want to show to like look like or sound like when I'm doing it. Um, I try to get something that I think will like get people to shut up if it's in a bar. <laughs> so I usually start with something that's very like obnoxious, obnoxious and attention grabbing. <laughs> Melissa, what did you have a number that you liked? It's me. Yeah, I did. It was the uh, the title track. <laughs> you told me that it was I your favorite. I don't think this is a surprise to Colton at Not all. Not a surprise. Not at all. Is it because it's like the most like pop punky out of everything? <laughs> I mean, kinda. I mean, not that it's any. I love the whole album. Let me just be sh- be straight about Thank that. You. I love the whole thing. But that one is intensely nostalgic in a way. <laughs> like there's something about me that wants to throw on a band tee and Converse's <laughs> and go up to very specific Indian rock. Indian rock yes. And mm. rock out. Like it's, we just got our tickets to Warped it's Tour. It's so funny you say it because I never had that experience in Salina. Sort of, <laughs> that, one, that one is kind of a perfect mixture for me. A vibe. You're going to hate this. He's going to hate this. I love it. (laughs) Um, It's a mixture of Panic at the Disco and Motion City soundtrack for me. Like a beautiful I, I could honestly it. hear Motion City soundtrack. Yeah, I don't I know if that. I could hear the best of both. In, in the chorus, there is a part that sounds like a particular song on huh. Green Gentleman. So just FYI, it does. It sounds like Panic at the Disco in that weird little phase when they were like folksy for just like half a second. Oh yeah, that right? was one a weird phase. That one album, not <laughs> Panic at the Disco in a whole. I just that that album. I see, album, I see, I see. Plus Motion City soundtrack, and it it brings me back to a very happy place, and it makes me bouncy and and you know light. I don't know. But also your lyrics aren't that light. So at the same time, it's like, it, it's very Panic at the Disco in that way. <laughs> I mean, that is typically what I try to do is is balance the poppy sounding stuff with more mature sounding lyrics. So. Yeah, I, I yeah. just love it. It's one of my favorites. Thank you. I want to shout out uh, Stuck. <laughs> it is a uh, also has oh a music video. Music video. Uh, yes. with, uh, well, who's it directed by? Uh, that is directed by um, Sibling... Uh, power duo, <laughs> uh, Connor Siebert and his sister Tessa Siebert. Uh, and the dancers are um, Halston Strange, who I've actually not met Halston, but I'm sure she's a lovely girl. And then Simeon Rawls. Simeon Rawls! Uh, Simeon is from Salina, Kansas, just like me, Melissa, and Brandon. Um, uh-huh. And I I did not really talk to him for any of that process, but I it warmed my heart to know that he was part of it. You know, that yeah. there's someone else who I have a connection to that got to work on something that I did. So 
It's a really nice music video. It is. If people Super haven't watched it, video. it's absolutely gorgeous. Honestly, one of the it's easiest creative projects I've had to do because they really did everything. Like they did I had to, yeah, job. Uh, Connor shot it and test uh, choreographed it? She choreographed and directed it. She was the director. Okay, I see. Um, Connor was, um, I guess, director of photography, if sure. you want to call yeah. that. Um, but he also had um, Scott... I don't know his last name, um, but he's a guy Good who job, works Scott. at uh, the Crown Theater um, in Wichita. He helped with some of the lighting, I believe. I see. So yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty spectacular uh, music video. Mm-hmm. Is it your first one? Yes. Well, first okay, official one on. as Colton Cox. Well, first like official music video because we had the "As You Are" lyric video. Oh, oh sure, right. that's yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is a music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weird video, sure. and I think it came out really great personally, mm-hmm. but. Brandon's very self-conscious about his well, work. So, well, th- this is your first official, like, real video, like yes, something that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead. I was gonna say, stuck played on the radio too. It did. Yeah. I remember this. It's I on, uh, it. Uh, it was a, it was a, It was an occasion. <laughs> yeah, I was on KKFI, and I was heading to work, and it, I knew about what time it would be on, and it like. It was great. I it's was also, like, dang. <laughs> it's also had a small sip. It played on the bridge without my permission. So that's. <laughs> Listen, man, and I still love you. Well, let me tell you about my favorite track. Wait now. (laughs) I thought you said it was stuck. Are you just shouting out stuck? I was shouting out stuck. And I I would be remiss if I did not mention uh, Rubber Band Girl. I do love (laughs) the Mm -hmm. chaos in that. (laughs) Um, It's a jam. It is a jam. It's a jam. Yes. So good. Um, Okay, also a quick question. Were you intending on putting that? Because that came out as a single before anything else. This record has such a story to it. So this was originally supposed to be an 11-track full-length album. Okay. Um, I was on course to do that when I first moved to Kansas City, and then COVID happened. Um, And I lost my job, and I ran out of money, and just all that kind of stuff. And it basically just was like, I can't afford to do a full-length. Because it it would have been, you know, a couple thousand dollars. and It would have been probably not until this year that I would have been able to release it. And I was just like, man, I just want to get this out. You know, um, but yeah, uh, it was supposed to be a part of the album and it, the whole thing when I released it, cause I released it on my birthday in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point I had planned on releasing it in like October, the album in unlike October. Right. Mm-hmm. So it would have made more sense, but you know, the world fucking imploded. So it just kind of <laughs> happened the way that it happened, you know? So you're saying there's an internal combustion, like deluxe, <laughs> <laughs> bubbling, brewing, and the work. Technically, works. yes. Um, it's basically the live set that we play now, uh, minus a few tracks. Um, but um, I mean, we do. Ha- I, I have another song recorded. I just have to tweak some things on it. So. It's coming. Another one's coming. Another one's coming. Mm. Uh, I I. Did not see you guys play, but I saw you guys were playing with Lacroix, and I yes. saw at least Lacroix. And <laughs> tell you what, they blew my mind, and then I said, "Deuces." So I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> but I'm sure you guys were great. At least you, you were in the are. building. I didn't make it there. I, I um, was in the building. What Terrible. was your favorite track, though? Because you've shouted out two songs now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. What were they called? Uh, I think one was called Fruit. Um, I didn't mean his songs. I meant mine. Oh, oh your song? You haven't oh, gotten you to his go song yet. Sorry. Child. He comes to the, the show hell? and he leaves before he's he sees not. me, and then he's going to talk about Lacroix. <laughs> I had another change of heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was not scripted. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Truly, 
I don't know. The last one is really uh, uh, one in a million. One in a million. Yeah, it's it really just like it's a good finale to mm-hmm. to the journey. Um, that was a bitch to record. Yeah, why? Yes. Um, that bridge section where everything goes absolutely apeshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the instrumental part. Yeah. Um, we never have had like an official way that we do that. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So it's always like IQ a lot of it, and we kind of just feel it out as we're doing it. Um, so <laughs> when we went to do it in the studio, it just like still did not come out exactly how I planned on it coming out. But I, that's the thing like with recording, especially like when you're not doing it at home or like when you have as much time as you want to do it, you know, kind of just have to take what you can get sometimes. And uh, I'm, I'm still really happy with how it came out. But. I got to tell you, that was one of my favorite ones because it was one of my favorites when we performed it at Knuckleheads. Same. Yes. As the uh, backup singers. Yes, um, we did. And I think my favorite what lyric. What a wild experience that was, putting that like seven, six piece band, five, seven piece, two, you two plus the the we're, four, so we're, six. We're pieces of the band. <laughs> So six people all to go. I've never performed with a band that big before. That was so. it was a blast. I think my favorite lyric, just because of the rhythm to it. I don't even remember what it is, but it's a uh, you can do what you want to do, but <laughs> you're gonna have to go alone. It's, or something uh, like that. Y- um, you uh, oh god, I'm putting you on the spot. So sorry. You got to feel a special way to get you through night and day. You can do what you want to do, um, but if you gotta go, you gotta learn how to go it alone. It's a it's a blast. It's a fun number. I, I'm actually very proud of the, the lyric. That's an older song, actually. Um, How old? We've been playing that um, since the tail end of Damn Kids, which was my like very first band. Mm. Wow. Uh, and, um, and we played in Afro Gym as well. <laughs> That's such a good name for a band that you would be in, I feel. <laughs> Damn but, Kids. Uh, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm just really proud of the lyrics on that one because I basically was trying to tell people you're not important <laughs> in that song. And I feel like I got the point across. <laughs> so we ended the journey with not optimism. <laughs> no. There was no hope, actually. I think the, the, I think the yeah. idea that I thought of with it more so, because that song actually was supposed to be the, um, the midway point on the album, ah. the full, the full length mm. version. So this is bridging us into the deluxe. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for it. Um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting now. Um, but, uh, basically that song to me has always been like, um, that like everybody wants to be like this unique, special person, but even the unique special people are just one in like a vast sea of people, you know? So like, Truly, like, nobody is unique, is basically. And I'm not saying it as a condemning way. For me, it's more of a release of, like, stop expecting so much from yourself because you're just a person, you know? So sometimes I feel like I come off as cynical, but I think in my head I'm thinking of it as a more optimistic point of view. (laughs) It's a a, a kind of... It's the it's the show don't tell type of thing. I'm not. I don't want to tell you how to feel about something. I want you to interpret it on your own way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Colton. <laughs> Thanks. You won an anti Grammy award. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, what are you gonna do? Where are you gonna go? Are you gonna tell? Hopefully, make more money and <laughs> do things with it. Yeah, <laughs> love terrific. that. Terrific. Love terrific. that. Um, great. 
Um, I suppose that's it. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> you don't want to talk about any of the other ones, or are we switching your your answers to? No, yeah, our, no, I, I'm, t- I'm rescinding my anti Grammy. This was it. Well, thanks. <laughs> Thank did. you. I didn't. I didn't know we were going to talk about my record today. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> You released a record in 2021, and it was uh, you a tough went time through to release a record one. You went very through trials and tribulations too. You know, I I do. If if we're gonna center me, I guess in this, I do want to give a shout out to Calvin, um, Calvin Arsenia, because he number one is an amazing artist in his own right, but also he really helped me a lot mm. in the last several years. Um, but not only with that tour and the release and all that kind of stuff, but. I say several. It's been like two, but it seems much longer than that. Impactful. Impactful years is what they've been. No, I honestly, I don't think that that would have all gone as well as it did if I did not have his help with it. So shout out to Calvin. I don't know if he listens to these or not. dropping and shit. Hey. I don't know if he listens to these or not, but. I'll tell him to fast forward to this point. (laughs) Um... Yeah, that's it. Uh, the next time, I suppose, you out there, folks out there in uh, the ether, you will be hearing <sighs> the next episode is going to be uh, about rent. It's going to be juicy, and I'm so sorry about it. <laughs> it was sorry ahead of time. I mean, well, let's not build it as like, it it's going to be a you know? terrible episode and not you're not so. going to enjoy a single minute of it. No, it's just, it's just going to be a disaster, um, but a watchable disaster, yeah. a listenable Brand disaster. Yeah. Isn't every episode of this a disaster? <laughs> you I found mean... us out, Colton. You found us out. Um, okay. Yeah. I, that's, so that's it. That's the end of it. We're back. We're, We're back. back. Yeehaw! Okay. Oh, <laughs> hell no. All right. Can you we say goodbye? Yeah, we gotta say goodbye. Uh, say goodbye. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. Peace. Easy. Bye.